0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA, member FDSE. Protest elite raids because I think they're a bad system. <laughs> I'll get you one.
1: <laughs> um, as long I'm going to try. Break. As long as the raids don't break, that's the last big note. Is that if these go off with as many hitches as Reggie Drago did? <laughs> oh, this, man. It's, those those pitchforks are going to get a lot sharper overnight, and those torches yeah. are going to be a lot brighter. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Upcoming changes to raid passes don't seem to remotely make sense. Birds of a feather flocked together this past April Fowl's Day. Hopefully those pictures with the Easter Bunny this weekend are near an
0: EX gym. The Mystic Hero event has us feeling a little blue, but in a good way. And more on this episode of GoCast.
1: Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast episode 231. It's April 4th, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya.
0: Hey, Kyle, how are you doing this week? I'm doing good. Good? Ho, ho, yeah, ho, yeah ho. I'm doing minus all the rain we're having currently oh, well, I, I
1: like rain we're actually in between two storms right now we've we've planned this recording <sighs> session perfectly so that my fragile power grid out here in the middle of nowhere won't mess us up again
0: <laughs> yeah a stiff breeze takes out chris's internet so it's
1: true it's true for, for two or three days at a time don't forget yeah. don't forget Well, anyway, before we get started with the show proper here, shout out to a few patrons, new patrons, two of them, Luke and Joel, and shout out to the Ugly Rock for increasing their pledge. Thank you so much. They are now an elite tier patron, so we appreciate you very, very much. More about Patreon, patrons, and patronage at the end of the episode, so we hope you stick around. So, last week, Kyle, or I suppose for this past week, we had set a few goals, as we are wont to do. Uh, yours were, oh, you had four of them. Mega progress. How'd that go?
0: Uh, I did. I did it. Taken Excellent. care of. Slowly. Uh, buddy progress. No, I didn't do that. You forgot all week to do it. Yeah, one? I mean, I, I should have, and apparently I didn't. Oh, I don't have an excuse for that one because I, I did play because I, I did my mega progress and all that. So yeah. it's just I, I neglected my chandelier.
1: Oh, no. What's how's your <laughs> chandelier going to feel? What are they going to think?
0: The flame on its head probably is going to shrink just you know, you know, two feet.
1: Yeah. Oh, bummer. Well, you can fix that by giving them treats and spending time with them this week, I'm sure. Uh, did you evolve and therefore register a Rabambi? I did not do you have enough candy
0: no no i actually didn't get out to play at all today i I had Mm. some stuff going on and then it absolutely poured and i was like no i'm not gonna go drive around like this yeah not like this and and unlike chris i don't have 35 spawn points on my house that i can check every 30 (laughs) minutes
1: i think it's only like 12 (laughs) maybe it's 15 i don't know kind of depends on drift right (laughs) <laughs> yes i am <laughs> sorry i'm sorry you're not as pogo privileged as i am in this set you know hey i gotta be more self-aware about that did you stock your inventory i did not not as much I as know. i want to but I'm, I'm, it's getting there nice so you went out like once or twice and just spun a bunch of stops
0: yeah and i was opening gifts you know i was making sure to open I gifts guess. trying yeah. to I, I hit like two best buddies by accident today so if you're listening i apologize oh no uh, <laughs> I think Glass I'm pretty sure both sneak. of them were level 50 already. So okay. if that's the case, the sting is a little less. You got to be careful. Those are the ones that care the most. Sometimes, you know? <laughs> and they're already best buddies. It's okay. Yeah, Fair <laughs> it's, it's okay. You can unfriend me. I guess. <laughs> we, you know, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't, mean we, I don't did, mean we came it. here to do right. Just so.
1: <laughs> All right. So two out of four is is the summary there, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mega progress for Metacham and Gardevoir for myself. I have been working on the two of them. I think I got three days worth of progress with the two of them. I've been a little bit distracted. Work has been very busy this week, which is a good thing, of course. Uh, 200 million total experience. While this is not the only goal uh to have been failed this week this is probably the goal to have been failed the most i think i only got like 200 000 experience and i needed like 2 million, Two million. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah i did not do well i underperformed big time uh but it's already on my list for this upcoming week so we'll see uh cutie fly and Rabombi. i did do both of those i managed to catch like four or five around here um throughout the day so that was good and get to step three of the masterwork research now in my head this entire week <laughs> I thought that this was don't mess up my the streak in step three. So I thought that I had failed this. But no, I did get to step three. I just then immediately failed my streak like two days in and was like, OK, that's fine. But well, what's the streak on step three? It's spin poker stops for if you have a Vegas ticket 14 days in a row and catch right. five Kecleon.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's right. OK. The
1: Kecleon yeah. is going to be rough. It's it's gonna be a rough one for me. I feel like it's <laughs> I'm gonna be here in three weeks talking about how I haven't seen any kecleon. That's 100%, 100%. how I feel. Yeah. I think oh I've
0: seen gosh. one in like when I spin stops to and from work. I've seen yeah. one since Hoan tour. Maybe, maybe maybe two or three. Oftentimes when I see them, I'm
1: somewhere where like I it's at a stop far away that I really I can't get to at that moment. And then by the time I can, it's gone. I'm like, yep. Okay. Well, that's that's too bad. I'm not gonna cancel my haircut to go catch a kecleon. Although it is um, tempting,
0: you, you could do it. I you could. <laughs> I, no,
1: what's what's the craziest thing you've said no to or canceled in order to go do Pokemon?
0: Um, I don't think it's that crazy. I've told the story before, but when the the Kalos starters came out, and Froakie was very hard to find in the wild. I was at work and I sat down on my 10, like two hours into my shift, and I opened my phone and there was a froky shadow nearby, like, I don't know, four minutes down the road, not even, just, just around yeah. you know, a snaking path. I looked at my manager who was there and I was like, I'll be right back.
1: <laughs> running down the street, apron in hand. No, no, no. I got in the car and I had to drive. Oh, it was okay. not close enough to walk. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I think we all kind of have a story like that. My, mine is less about what I've canceled. and more about like I actively had COVID and should have been home resting. And I still went out and played five hours of, of Hoenn Tour Global in my car <laughs> by myself. like <laughs> With my doors closed, windows up, I was masked and all that. But I should probably have been in bed, you know, yeah. just for my own sake. Ugh. Well, anyway, uh, that is three out of four for me and two out of four for you. If you had ship back that half of the belt, I did not send you <laughs> last week. That would be great. Okay. Uh, well, there's no reason for us to delay the inevit- the inevitable any longer. Let's hop into the news. There's lots to talk about. Yo, what up? It's the news. Okay. So there's a number of things to talk about i think we're going to lead with the most important thing that people are just constantly talking about right now and for good reason this news dropped i believe the day or the day before we released our last episode but this yeah, news like dropped last thursday right yeah yeah this news did drop prior to us recording so this is our first time talking about it really and the news is update to pokemon go's remote raids Trainers, we want to give you a heads up about changes coming to Pokemon Go's remote raid passes. These changes are designed to rebalance the game and ensure it's enjoyed by trainers for years to come. These changes will go into effect on April 6th at 11 a.m. PDT. So we have about a day and a half left at this time of recording before these changes go into effect. What are these changes? There's a few aspects to this. We'll take them one at a time as per the article. Pricing adjustments, the price of the Remote Raid Pass 3-pack will increase to 525 Pokecoins. It was at one point in time 250, then increased to 300, and now will be increased finally to 525, 75 short of doubling its already increased price. The price of single Remote Raid Passes will increase to 195 Pokecoins. To me, that's the one that's the most egregious change. I feel like 175 would have been fine. 150 also seems more than fair to begin with. I don't know. But the last price change here is a premium battle pass three pack will be added to the shop for the price of 250 Pokecoins. Now that's a good that's a fine change. A good change in and of itself if it wasn't in the context of all these other changes. We've never had premium battle passes as a three pack that cheap before. So that's good. I have thoughts about that but Please. i think we can wait till we're done do you want to take this one section at a time or Please. kind of talk about it holistically
0: oh uh, we can do it one section time. T- well no we should do the whole thing because i don't want us to get yeah. like really negative on one thing and then have to wait to have anything potentially positive to say i if think that's right anything, <laughs> we'll have to see
1: <laughs> i think that's right while the price changes are a point <laughs> in and of themselves this really does kind of benefit from talking about it uh in its entirety the next type of changes are remote raid participation limits. Trainers will be able to participate in a maximum of five remote raids per day. This harkens back to when that text string was pushed right after Hoenn tour Vegas that we all saw and kind of freaked out about and then was gone. This is now what that was being put in place for. And the maximum may change and increase for special events. So they might Let you actually raid the way you want to raid at, like, GoFest or something like that. Who knows? Remote raid passes in general. Remote raid passes will be included in the pool of potential rewards for research breakthroughs. That's, That's okay. Remote raid passes earned via research breakthroughs will still be subject to the existing inventory limit of three remote raid passes per trainer. If a trainer earns a remote raid pass from a research breakthrough while at the three remote raid pass limit, they will receive a premium battle pass instead. Now, the reason that this is even notable to begin with, for those of us that don't spend money on remote raid passes and know how to kind of, you know, work the system, if you were sitting at two remote raid passes and there's a soft cap three, you could purchase a three pack and sit at the, the real hard cap of five in your inventory. Yeah. What this is saying is that if you're at three, you can't go over to four when you get it from a research breakthrough. You cannot do that. It will turn into a regular yes. pass. Which, I mean, at first I was like, this seems like super unnecessary. The, the five over limit already exists, but it kind of makes sense because, you know, what are they supposed to do in the purchase scenario? Like refund you two thirds
0: or something and give you one? Like, I don't know. You know, lo- logically it makes sense, but just like. It doesn't make sense in execution. Yeah. But I'll give them the argument. Like, I'll, I will concede the fact that if you try to buy one remote raid pass and you have three, you can't. So fair enough, I suppose.
1: Yeah. It just seems like a weird thing to sort of spell out. But I suppose it is necessary because that would stink if you went for it and you're like, oh, it's a regular pass. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the last thing here is candy XL trainers who participate in five star raids in person will earn more candy XL than before. There's a lot of questions around this, mostly because it was, is worded incredibly vaguely uh, about like, is this just the increase that you already listed elsewhere? Since we like to have redundant things listed um, or is this more, more in some weird way or some great way. And we actually have two pieces of information from Niantic that we're able to share with you. Uh, the, the XL candy changes were mostly focused around people participating in Master League so that you don't it doesn't have to be as cost prohibitive for those that want to be competitive in Master League, but can't spend $50 on remote raids for the type of Pokemon that are meta and in five star raids that they get remote a lot of. Right. And so what they're doing here, the logic here from their perspective is limit the amount of remote raids you can do and increase the amount of XL candy drops. like substantial substantially. That's the sort of vibe that they're giving us is that it's, it's substantial um, for in-person rates. So in a vacuum, that small aspect is, is a positive. It, it's cool to get more XL candy in person. Although I feel like this kind of uh, attacks a problem in a way that th- this won't actually solve. I, I don't understand, but that's what we were that's what was shared with us. Secondly, mostly because a lot of the conversation online is spent around like the boycotts are like, you know, just uninstall them because location data is the big thing that Niantic is trying to sell. So it's don't even it's not good enough to just not buy raid passes if you're gonna boycott this. People are saying remove the app and apps from your phone that Niantic has access to. Um and, and they have basically just told us that. They don't sell individual data. They don't. They just don't sell individual user or lo- location data, and they don't plan to. the I, the, th- the thing here is the catch here is, and this is coming from somebody. And Kyle, hopefully, I, I'm hoping that you know more than I do, but this is coming from somebody that doesn't know a whole lot about this. They can still like tell general trends and stuff to companies, <sighs> though, and I feel yeah. like that's more valuable because selling individual user data is like illegal,
0: right? Yeah. Like the the keyword. <laughs> The key word here was individualized player data that you can't share. Right. can't do that. And if you did, they'd be in a lot of trouble. But companies would love to know how many people visit certain areas over the course of like a week. Yeah. And stuff like that. That is great data without actually targeting or being specific to any one player.
1: Yeah, it's. It's kind of strange. So on one hand, you can take, you know, some solace in the fact that your individualized data is not being sold. It shouldn't have been to begin with. Um, but, you know, again, I also don't know a second point in a row from them. I don't know if this really dispels the issue that was raised. So. All right, Kyle, floor is yours. Where where do you want to start with this topic? What What is
0: really pulling you around by the nose here? Uh, we can start with the raid pass prices. Because that's the biggest sticking point for me personally. It's, I mean, okay, there's, there's a lot of sticking points. Just simple. 195 is crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm going to say this right now as somebody who has spent plenty of money on Pokemon Go. I have never once thought twice about spending money. For, for any particular reason. I've done it for one-star raids. And I'm like, I'll spend a dollar. Sure, why not? That's fun. Yeah. It's it's too much. I I would I will never in a million years do a one or a three star raid with a remote raid pass at these prices now. Like we knew they were gonna go up. We knew that was a thing. But 195 and 525 for a three pack, five twenty five for a three pack means a free to pay player. Needs to save 12 days of free coins for a three pack. You that's a full raid boss rotation. That's crazy.
1: Yes, it is. Yeah, even even playing the game the way that it's intended to play, you're right. If you're if it's in the middle of a a boss rotation that you want to do, you can't even earn a
0: chance fast enough. You're right. That's and it's like you know, maybe 175. For a single pass, it's already expensive. And then when you buy them in a group, it's one fifty, more expensive. You know, people would be less upset. And then just just the one sticking point for me: premium battle pass three pack, two hundred fifty coins, comes out to eighty three coins a pass, eighty four coins a pass because you have to round. But whatever. That we've never had a pass in a three pack like Chris said. But what we used to do was we'd buy boxes that had 15 and other premium items in them. Yep. And I I looked it up real quick because I remember seeing a Reddit post a while ago. Historic low for those boxes. We've only ever seen it once, so it's a small thing. 62 coins a pass. Oh, wow. And that's in a box that had more things in it, too. But even still, the average is more like... 70 when those were a thing before we started having all the box changes
1: well okay so so yes but also this is the new this is the new price they're setting so we can also expect well maybe (laughs) we can expect that we would see a better deal in a box
0: maybe but i think the history of the boxes has not been uh, very good, but even still, yeah, um, the current boxes that we've had when they've been okay have been like seventy five ish so technically they are already saving compared to this three bundle mhm so i don't I don't expect that to change, but the the real sticking was getting other premium items, star pieces, incubators, for those who still want them lucky eggs, stuff like that,
1: yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think the pricing is really a, a failing point at, at this point in time. I feel like at this when you're trying to affect the nature of raids. Put the limit in or do the price increase. Yes. But both is like a bridge way too far.
0: Yeah, i I agree completely. One or the other probably would have been enough to either make people decide what they were going to do going forward. Or just keep spending the money on the passes if you went that route, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I just don't – I don't know. Let's talk about the other thing, though. Let's talk about
1: the limit, The this limit of five. What yeah. was – Rumored around before was six. That's what people were talking about. <laughs> Funny. We did find out that that was kind of a fake number, kind of yeah, pulled out of yeah, nowhere. Of course, but of course, but it, we but don't believe did, those. It created this really interesting foothold of, of conversation, though, for people in the public. Like, is six a fair number or not? And some people were just like, I mean, it's it, it it might be, but like, I don't view raids as an average over a week. I don't raid for three days and then two of those days I do twelve or something like that. Like. That's just not how a normal person thinks about, oh, I have to hit my raid max for the day. Like, that's just yeah. not it. That's and The, the fact yeah. that it's lower than that is mind-blowing to me.
0: I, that's, that's the real kicker for me, though, is raids are not a consistent thing. For, I would hazard a guess, 99% of the people who play this game, they do not do raids, 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 raids all week. They do raids on their day off. They do raids on the weekend, and maybe they do raids you know, on the way home from work or when they get home in the event of a raid pass, right? remote pass, that is. I know for me, because of my normal work schedule, although it's been different last few months, I wouldn't do raids because the raids would be all done by the time I get off work. So, But when I did raids, I'd do 15 or 20 on a Saturday and kind of – Make up that gap from the week.
1: Right. Right.
0: And this just hard limits that for me. And there's nothing I can do about it. Except raid more during the week, I suppose, (laughs) which usually not an option or else I would have already done that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I have the same sort of feeling that even if you are doing up to five or more, there are some days where you're just going to raid more because of the nature of how a regular work week works for people. Like that's just that's just it. Our weeks are set up that on the weekends we do other things, or you're off day, you do other things, you get to do the stuff you want to enjoy. Like,
0: yeah. Anyway, um, here's a here's a thought. I, I saw people talk about it, and it's it's kind of malicious. Okay, these numbers are high or low, you know, for the five or limit, and we had rumors of six which unfounded. People say Niantic sets them at whatever point we're currently at so that they can walk it back going forward. So these numbers are really high in 2 or 3 weeks they can say daily limit is now 6 raids passes are now 175. People are happier than they would be if those were the announced numbers. Right. I don't I don't get behind that thought process. Oh. But I've seen a lot of people. I've seen a lot okay. of people talk about it.
1: Okay. I wasn't sure if you're posing that as a what if or if we <laughs> thought that was actually going to happen. Because there's no way that's actually going to happen.
0: I, I I mean I, I could so. see it happening. I don't think that was the intention behind it.
1: No.
0: Mostly, mostly, mostly cause I don't think niantic is is that smart enough to want to do that they've they've expressed in the past that they have their ideas <laughs> they have the, what this what they want to do, and they've only changed what they've wanted to do because of outcry or because of public opinion rather than you know their ideas changing, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I think the only other thing to talk about with this before talk about it, I guess, our general opinions is that uh, the braid Pass is being added as a potential reward for research breakthroughs. Uh, We already talked about the limit thing and how that's kind of weird, but makes sense ultimately, I suppose. But being added to the reward pool for research breakthroughs when that was already kind of a feature that felt like it was stretched a little bit thin or out of place or has some sort of identity crisis. This just adds to that confusion, in my opinion. Right, I mean, it's oh, nice to yeah. get it wherever, but I just why why research breakthroughs? I don't get it. Uh,
0: if it was weird. guaranteed, yeah, you'd have a an argument here. I think this is to me almost meaningless because you might not get it. You spent seven days, you might not get it. Maybe yeah. you weren't paying attention. and You had three remote raid passes. Or maybe it's a day you can't do a remote raid and you have to sit on it and then you know you lose your day and blah, 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 blah. It It's a positive. It is technically an object positive. Mm-hmm. But it matters so little. It almost could have been left out and had people find out like Niantic likes to do as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. This could have just been not even said and I don't think it would have made an impact whatsoever to this entire reaction or anything. All right. So we've been relatively objective listening, the listing these things and looking at this from a perspective of like reasonability logistics and all that sort of stuff. And we don't normally take off the gloves and kind of talk about like our opinions about something like this without trying to keep it in to some degree. But I just don't want to do that this time. I really <laughs> want to just kind of share my opinions. And I hope that you also want to share your opinions fully about this, Kyle. I got to say, the the stop-distance change, which is very similar to this in a lot of ways, especially with a new hashtag, Here is Niantic, going around right now, which everybody, almost universally, seems to be participating in. The difference for me from that first one was that uh, they that seemed their response to that seemed unapologetic at first and turned apologetic. And to me, this does not feel like it's going to be going that way but some of the same issues come up like accessibility and uh not even from a physical perspective although that is one of the tenants, it's also a monetary thing this this put okay the the argument that the remote raid limit makes it so that people will not be locked out of master league and then to increase the price of those passes for people that would need to remote raid in order to do that because they don't have raids around right Mm mm-hmm Cancels each other out in my brain.
0: Doesn't so make sense. That that stood out so much to me as cherry-picking an, an argument to yeah. then address. There are three types of raiders, we're gonna say. Okay. I think for simplicity's sake, you're rating for a shiny, you're rating for a Hundo, and you're rating for Candy. Those are the three kinds. The candy could be to get to level 38 to have a counter. Or it could be to get to level 50 and get all your XLs. Doesn't matter. That's what you're doing. The ones who are raiding for the candy are generally going to do it anyways. Like that is their one goal. And the bigger limit is not even the price. It's it's how many raids they can do. Because if somebody wants a raid at level 50 in the time frame, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: they're a dolphin. At minimum and a whale at, you know, worst. they're, They're spending already. Right. It seems like such a strange argument to say that this will make it better when I'm pretty confident. I don't have any numbers behind this. Most people are rating for shinies, hundos, and regular candy. The XL is the bonus that a very small portion of the community actually need especially in terms of Master League.
1: Right. And if they really wanted to adjust that, why not make the walking distance not 20 kilometers for my Dialga
0: and make it 10? And then it's five when it's excited. Like, come on. And like, (laughs) let's face it, more uh, Candy XL in person. Mm -hmm. If you use a Mega 3 Pokemon of the appropriate type for Candy... You average, I'm going to say four and a half candy a raid, because you can't, It's you know, it's plus one for the mega, sometimes plus two, and then sometimes plus one on top of the three that you get by default. So I think you can get a maximum of seven if you get, like, the highest rolls on everything. But you're more likely to get four or five. Sixty-six raids to get a level 50. They could add two more candy guaranteed to every raid, and it would still take forty-five raids to get a level fifty.
1: Oh man! Okay,
0: yeah. <laughs> that and and you, everyone knows there's no way they're doubling it three. Even at three more, you're still looking at like, uh, thirty-seven raids, thirty-four raids, something like that. Mm-hmm. This is not more approachable for most people
1: no no it's not it just moves that stressor somewhere else while imposing limitations yeah so th- this is all true and we can talk about the price increase and how unfair that is and how it punishes people that don't make a lot of money free to players have to play longer with their systems in order to earn more coins to to take part in their systems etc cetera, etc cetera. but the part the part that is really important For people like Kyle and I and for anybody else who played this game throughout the pandemic era, right, is that this kneecaps online communities in a huge, huge way, a huge way, because there are a lot of people that work non-traditional nine to fives that when they're done, their time to play is during times that raids aren't around. And those people join global communities. Our community for the podcast, our Discord is a global community. We have trainers from all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: people are raiding 24 7 in that server. You know, it slows yeah. down at periods for sure. But when there's interest, it's going. And people are able to hop in, do a few raids, and hop out. And there are some people, RCS bless them, that, that are, want to raid all the time. The, the whale <laughs> that Kyle was mentioning before, that type of person will do 50 raids in a day because it's their social connective activity too they like helping people they like participating in those raids those people can no longer help people that need help because they literally cannot do that many raids anymore so this this will happen and this will uh generate two things they'll either have people fight over those raids so that people can actually pull off some of these bosses that require five or six people to raid sometimes that you'll have to fight for that to have enough people in order to take it down or people will be less willing to spend their remote raid passes they once were before. Either outcome or both outcomes result in less people raiding and less successful raids. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just don't get it. It just seems like it's really pulling the rug out from underneath itself. But that's
0: the that's the biggest thing for me personally. Like all all of these are, are negatives. I don't like I don't like any of them. This you know, plain and simple. Right. But before the pandemic, I raided with my local community a little bit. I generally did a handful of raids each boss rotation, didn't care too much about shinies. And I got to know a couple of people in my community. And that was it. I didn't interact with them that much. We had a Discord for the community. I responded, showed up to the gym. We did the raid I said hi and I left. That's what happened. And then, you know, I see their name on a lure during community and I'm like, oh, they're here. Moving on. I have connected and I know so many people online now because of this through the podcast and the community that we've personally cultivated. There's so many people who's like, oh. I know that they're going to want to come to a raid with me. Let's message them as well. Yeah, And it's like, even when you're in person, when Chris and I are at a community and we're walking, and we're like, oh, let's do this raid. Oh, we only have four people here? Oh, well, I bet you if you invite modders, he's going to accept that raid. You you know he is. And then, you know, you guys guys talk later on. This This is the thing, especially somebody who grew up on the internet, who grew up on multiplayer games, on MMOs and other stuff. Online interactions are real social interactions. They are. There are a lot of people out there who don't believe that. And I think that's a problem.
1: I know. I I think we both grew up with a lot of them around us because this is why this is so important to us because like I could not stand people invalidating the true friends that I had made online.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: How dare you? Like, okay, well, how about the people you only talk to when you're at work? Are they not your friends? Of course they are too. Like, you can tell the difference. You know,
0: yeah. <laughs> and like, and so basically, one of the pillars for Niantic is social interaction. That uh, that might not be the exact wording, but that's the meaning of the the spirit of the words. Online interaction is social interaction. Rating remotely is social interaction, and yes. There are raid communities. There are raid apps where it becomes impersonal. But the people doing that are because they don't have another choice. And they probably wouldn't have another choice without remote raiding. Those people on those apps would not be going to do an in-person raid. It's kind of like the argument against piracy. Piracy is not necessarily lost sales because those people wouldn't have bought it in the first place. And you can never prove otherwise in either one of these scenarios. Right.
1: I mean, you kind of touched on it, though, like when we're in person at an event doing stuff and like we want to invite somebody, that's for sure. And, and this is not all to say that in-person events aren't great. I would love to be more motivated to go out and do in-person raids and things like that. And I'm not going to play a community day from home. I'm still going to be going out for that. You know, like it's not like every every single aspect of this game has been. Remotified and so now this yeah. needs to be rectified one thing at a time. It doesn't. Remote raids solved a problem that the game had before remote raids were in the game. And it supports more raids and more connectivity uh globally. I, I just while I think that it's great that we should be motivated to get outside and things like that and play in person together, that's all fantastic stuff. I love it. I'm an advocate for those sorts of things. It should not be at the cost of our online communities our habits, and our relationships.
0: Uh, Agreed. And I think there's, of course, the argument of don't make remote raids worse, just make in-person raids better. And while I believe that, their stance on giving extra XL candy to compensate for level 50, for people who want their Pokemon level 50, kind of shows why that that's not what they're going to do or why that's not what anything they would want to do ever. Because no matter how lucrative you make an in-person experience, if they believe the only thing people are going for is Candy XL, nothing they can do would make an in-person experience more lucrative than current remote rating. does Does that make sense to you? Right I now so. yeah. right now, if you're part of a global community who cares about getting level fifty and you spend money, you can get that level fifty in one day. Yeah. Two days if you're if you have to take it slow. Nothing you can do will make in person raids compete with that. Well and that is an unfortunate truth and problem of the scenario.
1: You can get to level forty in a day, but there's some time gated stuff on the way to fifty.
0: No, I don't, I don't mean for players. I mean the Pokemon.
1: Oh, level okay. Level
0: up the Pokemon. Gotcha. They yeah. want Lugia at level 50. They will get Lugia to level 50 before this goes into effect. Yes. As of the time of recording it, of course. Yes. And so if that's the the stance they're taking on why people are doing raids, it makes sense why they would want to lower the interaction of remote raids. <laughs>
1: I suppose so, but I, I, you know, this is this is the community that popped up because they didn't have uh, interaction or community building tools internally or otherwise. Campfire yeah. is is supposed to fix this problem, but two problems with it: one, it's not rolled out globally yet; you, it's still invite only. So, why are you? Th- this is <laughs> this. Okay, this is ah. this is repealing without replacing <laughs> it's the same problem yeah. that we've talked about in american politics for like six seven years but, but but in addition in addition to that like there there is a group finder thing that was sort of beta test on some people that had campfire and i was one of yeah. them i popped into like two of those and it's just as impersonal yeah it's just
0: as impersonal as everything else. which is probably why it's that released but so here's the thing Campfire is not the solution. We've used it. Both Chris and I have used it. We know a lot of people actually who have used it. It is a good idea on paper. It is too late, but it would still be a lot better if you made this change and Campfire was available to everybody. Yes. Because you can at least give the argument that it's there.
1: Agreed. But it just isn't. It just isn't. It feels like all these things are happening sort of out of order and with a level of severity that is kind of unearned. Yeah. So yeah. we're going to kind of see how this shakes out. Um, I mean, we've thrown our hat in the ring with the hashtag here as because, of course, uh, our opinion is that this is not a great change for a lot of reasons. And while there are one or two beneficial things to come out of this, uh, ultimately... The impact that this will likely have on online communities will be such that it'll be kind of catastrophic uh, in that particular category, for sure. The, the counter argument is, of course, let's get back outside. This is the core root of this game and all that sort of stuff. We're not saying that that's the wrong way to play. We're, we're just saying
0: this is the wrong way to go about it. <laughs> and my just final thing. Absolutely going out to play it's the best way to play Pokemon go it's not a question people who are exclusively remote rating if those are the problem are not gonna go out and play mm-hmm. they already would do that if they wanted to because the game is still fun in that regard and if they don't like the joy that the game brings in its current state I i don't i don't know what we're doing like yeah you're not appealing to them by making this change. You're just hurting the other people who enjoy all aspects.
1: Yep. And finally, I just want to say before we move on to the next piece of news, if you're a rural player and you're listening, uh, I'm so sorry. Very, very sorry. I know this is going to hit you in a big way, too, for rating, accessibility, and all that sort of stuff. Um, just know that we're, we're in your corner. And when we get the chance to raise our voices and share our opinions, we do. So. Yeah
0: it it goes without saying I think but it's worth repeating every single content creator out there just about that we know mm-hmm. has shared opinions on this before this happened everybody has said and everybody has given good alternative suggestions to look at yep and we are we are still where we are
1: that being said. There are a lot of people at Niantic that feel the same way
0: that you and yes. I do. Yes, it is not an individual or developer choice. It's not. It is. It is very clearly a collective choice of higher up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I,
1: I just we have said this before. Uh, bears repeating, especially now with the way things are on social media right now. Don't attack individuals. You really have no idea what the opinions of Niantic employees are personally. It might be yours. You might be trying to attack somebody that agrees with you. Don't do that. This poisons the well for the rest of us. Do not do this. Do not attack people. It's never okay. Attack the official Pokemon Go app handle if you're going to yell at somebody like that. Because that's a corporate entity. That's not an individual. So that makes sense to me. I mean, you know, hateful speech in any, any scenario is never, it's never acceptable. But if you're going to be a little mean about it, like this, this change is really dumb or something like that and use harsher language than that. Individuals do not deserve that sort of abuse. Don't do that. That being said, make sure your opinion is heard and tweet at Niantic and Pokemon Go app um, and all that good stuff. But make sure you do it in a way that is constructive and not destructive it doesn't get you banned from twitter or something i don't know can you still get banned from twitter <laughs> i think so i'm not so <laughs> sure the sort of stuff i see on there nowadays it's as it's long the as you Wild don't upset elon that's that's right that's right yep oh geez what a world we live in uh, okay so let's put that to bed for now although i have a feeling it's going to be a topic of conversation for a while Uh, So this past weekend, we got a surprise event. It was an April Fool's Day event, April Fowl's Day, Pidgey Pandemonium. And it's behind us, so we're not going to spend too much time on it. But suffice to say, Pidgey were spawning en masse in the wild from 1 to 7 p.m. uh, local time. And there was a special research to complete. It was two pages, but really one page of tasks and then one page of rewards. Um, It was very easy to do the research. Most people got it done in like 15 minutes, even if they weren't rushing. Um, And it was fine. It was cute. It was yeah. all right. Yeah. Any, yeah, just, any just, big just,
0: thoughts, Kyle? I mean, <laughs> it
1: were small thoughts. Any thoughts? I, I
0: wish I had more opportunity to play during it, especially because yeah. now this other event we have has got an evolution bonus. Oh, true. And I'm one of those uh, psychopaths who actually kind of like mass evolving. So, yeah. yeah. Hey, Niantic, can we get another Pokemon that costs 12 candy that Is actually common again, it'll cost
1: 12 candy, but it'll cost 500 poke coins to evolve as well.
0: (laughs) No, 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 that's only if EA ea buys out.
1: Sorry, it'll cost a regular raid pass. (laughs) 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 All right, so there was that. It was cool, it was cute, it was fun. Everybody loves Pidgey. If you don't like Pidgey, get out. There's the door. Uh, Reggie, a lucky elite raids. This is just kind of a reminder, but the announcement came out again uh reggie like he will be in raids this sunday april 9th from 11 a.m 2 p.m and 5 p.m local time uh this is also going to be for those of us that don't know it's gonna be easter sunday yeah yeah it's easter sunday and, yeah. and there is some indication that this day was listed when we got our initial listing of days dates and events for the 8th and was then moved to the 9th and nobody told us
0: not what happened good i'm glad what, i'm glad you know what happened then what <laughs> actually happened the post itself said the ninth, but the Twitter announcement said the eighth. Oh my god. Someone didn't check the copies when it was posted. So as far as can find, it's always said the ninth on the official Pokemon go slash news page. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't make it any better. In any scenario, in my opinion, but still, I'm I'm just happy that you knew the deets because I didn't.
1: I just saw <laughs> I, the sentiment, you know, I saw people <laughs> upset and I'm
0: like, I got to read that Reddit
1: thread. Yeah, no. Uh, so this is going to be on Easter Sunday. It's going to be weird. It's going to be wild. It's going to be strange. And it's certainly going to be ill advised.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's only a couple of things to say. One is, why are we doing things on a holiday again? why why why? yeah why yep and then the other argument is going to be not everybody celebrates easter which is a fair argument yeah they'll give you that and two it has three times so you can pick the time that fits for you in case you don't know most people easter takes up most of the day (laughs) It, it does. You go you go to the morning mass. You got to do the afternoon stuff with the family. Then you do your Easter egg hunts. And then suddenly it's 8 o'clock and you got to go home. That's so, right.
1: And you're like, what am I going to do with these eggs? The paint isn't dry yet. <laughs> you know, and you're full up on ham or whatever people do. Nowadays. Yeah. So like this. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're Give me flashbacks right now, man. <laughs> okay. So fair point that not everybody celebrates Easter. But counterpoint to the counterpoint, you got to raid with people. Those people might celebrate
0: Easter even if you don't. Yeah. And then counterpoint to the counterpoint as well. It could have just been Saturday. It could have been Saturday. It It could have just just, been Saturday. Just, I get it. You want to alternate the days and give stuff on the Sunday. We've talked about that. That's fine. Just not like this.
1: (laughs) Not like this. Not like this. (laughs) Yeah. And also counterpoint to your counterpoint the other one that you have three opportunities to get it if you're in a town that only has like five gyms and they all pop 11 you really only have one time slot and that does yep.
0: happen 100% another problem with elite rates in general people uh, <laughs> people are saying that it should just be all
1: of them should be 11 egg goes away after 30 minutes and the encounter is done after it hatches
0: an hour passes 2 p.m. egg done yeah, gone i don't half hour passes but, 5 p.m. egg you know i mean yes i agree but it goes against the idea Niantic wants with these elite raids. I don't agree with that idea, but oh, that's yeah. what they're trying to. <laughs> that's what they're yeah. focused on, and we've talked about it. That's what they want to do. That's what they're going to do. So we're we're going to see. Yeah, like this doesn't affect me at all. I'm not celebrating Easter this year. Uh, my family doesn't really celebrate it anymore. The, the little kids, the people with the little kids, do. But I'm also working, uh, you know, two to ten thirty. So my only time slot would be 11 and I'm also not doing it. Cause I protest elite raids. Cause I think they're a bad system. <laughs> I'll get you one.
1: <laughs> um, I'm going to try as long as the raids don't break. That's the last big note is that if these go off with as many hitches as Reggie Drago did,
0: <laughs> oh, this, man. It's, those,
1: those pitchforks are going to get a lot sharper overnight and those torches yeah. are going to be a lot brighter. Like my word, uh, but I have some I have some doubts about my ability to get these raids done on Sunday, even though I plan to do it. We are gonna do we're gonna do some stuff with my grandparents. Uh, yeah, you know, and, and go visit them and stuff like that they're in a home. So that's what you gotta do, and it's fun. It's great to see them. Um, but that basically means I really only have access to five PM raids, and those are generally the least popular, at least around here. So we will see. Uh, but anyway, the last big thing here is something that made my day when we heard the news. <laughs> the Mystic Hero event. We were joking about what it could have been. And Kyle <laughs> Kyle basically got it right in a way that I would have never expected. But are you ready to be a hero? Blanche wouldn't think to ask others for help, but the team Mystic leader could use some support. Get ready to enjoy an all-new event focused on research tasks and learning more about Pokemon Evolution, a Mystic Hero. (laughs) When is this? Thursday, April 13th at 10 a.m. to Monday, April 17th at 8 p.m. local time. Uh, So it's basically just an extended weekend period. Event bonuses include 2 times XP for evolving Pokemon, which is what Kyle was hinting at, had he known with Pidgey Day. Uh, all lure modules activated. The event will last for three hours and two guaranteed candy XL for evolving Pokemon. Oh, there's another evolution bonus.
0: That's new. I That's don't a new bonus, yes. think we've ever seen XL guarantee for evolving, let alone no. two. That's cool.
1: That is pretty cool. It's it's essentially just like a better transfer rate.
0: Yeah. Yes, except it costs candy to 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 evolve, so it's like
1: that's what I'm saying. You know, you're basically you
0: supplementing can, uh, the conversion, yes, for the evolution cost. So, like a hundred to one, you like just supplementing it, and then you get to transfer it. So, yeah, it's good. So, like it's positive. So, if you're gonna
1: change regular candy into candy XL, it's one hundred for one, like you just said, right? So yeah. then, so like let's just say if you're looking to get two XL for your uh, for your Charmander, you evolve a Charmander for twenty five. That's two XL yep it's two for 25 that's, that's yeah that's, that's the deal that's great
0: that's, that's fantastic great. if you have the candy that's cool yeah it's probably the best bonus they've done since the season of guaranteed excel from trading bonus
1: yeah man man oh man um so that's cool i didn't realize how lucrative that could have been until we just talked about it now nice special special rather research story a mystic hero special research featuring the leader of team mystic blanche will be available Trainers who complete the research will be rewarded with an encounter with Lapras wearing a Blanche-themed accessory. This is the only way to encounter Lapras wearing a Blanche-themed accessory <laughs> for this season. Also, it's Shiny eligible. Oh, my God. This accessory is a little lackluster, but it's fine. But it's unique. It is unique. It's not a five-shaped balloon, though, so this <laughs> no, me with that. Not a five-shaped balloon. <laughs> Nothing will ever be a five-shaped balloon besides five-shaped balloon. <laughs> Uh, field research task encounters uh, tasks focused on evolving and catching Pokemon will be available and trainers can earn Stardust and evolution items as rewards for completing these field research tasks there's also timed research that will reward a magnetic lure it's going to be available throughout the event
0: and then why? eats Arum- <laughs> me It's, it's just, uh, just a theme just the barest hint of a thread running through things why <laughs> I, not like rainy i don't know
1: <laughs> i have no idea i have no clue what a great question <laughs> Uh reminder seasonal special research and everyday hero free special research will be available for trainers throughout season 10 spend some time helping out professor willow to see what surprises you can discover and this will be available to claim until the end of season 10 which ends on june 1st 2023 at 10 a.m local time You should already be aware of this research or have probably completed what you can so far. Um, I think it it came out like three weeks ago, four weeks ago was the first step. Three weeks ago? Three weeks ago. Three weeks ago sounds right. was the first step and currently we're waiting for Willow to come back. (laughs) So (laughs) step four or something like that. Um, This is a new type of event focused around a team. And things like that. Uh, and I know it was sort of a joke, Kyle, when you mentioned what it could have been last week, yeah. but it, is this sort of meeting what you pseudo expected?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't think too much about what it would include, mm. but I appreciate that it is all very focused on what they want it to be. Yeah. Which is evolution. That That's good. It's fine. I think. Two times evolution is great. Does it overlap with an evolution spotlight hour? I don't think so. I think that week is the Stardust one, but still. I think that it's, is the Stardust yeah. one, yeah. And the the unique bonus for the Candy XL from evolving is, is cool. Yeah, it that is, alone is good. <laughs> yeah, it is a little bit prohibitive for newer players. Don't have the candy necessarily for the candy base, I should say for doing stuff with that bonus. But that that's kind of just the nature of candy XL, unfortunately. Well, hopefully now we've all got kind of like a week to
1: sort of uh, gather some stuff to get ready for it.
0: Yeah. But (sighs) this is going to make people be like, well, now I can never evolve anything ever again because they may do this event like they did for the increased transfer chance. We got that for Shinks day. And yeah. then people were like, I'm never transferring anything ever again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, look, I'm sorry, but that's, that's definitely a you problem. <laughs> that one is, that one's on you. No one said it was coming back anytime soon. <laughs> true. True. But we all kind of do weird stuff like that. Like, you yeah, know. That, that's okay. Like You're strange. totally welcome to do it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it if you want to. If that's the way you want to be efficient, but you can't be upset when it doesn't come back. <laughs> like I can't believe they let me draw my own conclusion about this. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, that's exciting. It's always cool to see a new type of event enter the ring, and this does necessitates both an instinct and valor event as well. If they don't, it'll be strange. So. So.
0: That's cool. Valor for stardust and instinct for catching eggs. He's big on breeding. No. Uh, I don't think so. Because I mean, if that's the case then you do raids for valor and eggs for instinct. And I don't think would. that lines up as nicely with what they've started here with mystic. I guess we'll have to
1: see. I just know that that uh, Spark is about like buddies and yeah, eggs but that's, and that's stuff. you
0: can tie it in with catching because you're catching more buddies <laughs> versus evolving, which is ones you already have.
1: <laughs> look at all these buddies in my yard. That's how I feel about wild animals. <laughs> and in Stardust real life. is
0: like, look at how much Pokemon I've grinded. Uh huh.
1: Yeah, pretty much, it's essentially that. I saw a screenshot today of somebody that had like over sixty million Stardust. Now I <laughs> saw that. Imagine, imagine. Anyway. <laughs> All right, that's it for the news. And we had such a robust news section that ahead of time, uh, Kyle and I decide that we're not going to be doing a gear up this week, which means that we're going to go into Pokalore, but not without taking a short break first. See you on the other side. And this week for Pokalore, we're going to be covering Regieleki, the Electron Pokemon. <sighs> Re- <laughs> Regieleki. Okay, so Dragon, and Regieleki are like, Probably the two coolest Reggie's. Uh, oh, I, I mean, have a question. Yeah. I mean, the other three are fine. I think we just saw them so much that they've just been poisoned for us for the rest of our lives. Uh, Reggie Alecki is an electric golem like Pokemon made mostly of electric energy generated by a single organ. I think like a, like a body organ, not like a piano organ.
0: <laughs> it's a <laughs> piano deeply deep inside its head there that would know. be so sick actually Can you where's the piano if... pokemon let's go oh, we do need that we where's need, the like... musical like offshoot of pokemon
1: yeah i mean we have a lot of singing pokemon we don't have like a lot of um there's, there's no instruments now yeah, that i'm thinking
0: we, about we that right am i we do am I... you're right yeah, yeah. where's the I don't know it's just, it's okay we're going to continue it's just the natural <laughs> progression i feel now, like of the bothering. object as a pokemon
1: yeah well this one's got this reggie lucky's got a whole organ in him so you know <laughs> there you go it has a round yellow body with three spikes on top of its head and a pattern of seven pink dots on its face that resembles the letter x reggie lucky's arms are shaped like lightning and usually appear bunched together while its legs are tiny and resemble both lightning bolts and an electrical plug Its body can grow bright yellow when attacking Regilecki, has five blue rings on its body, with two on the base of its arms acting as its shoulders, and the other three located at the bottom connecting to its legs. These rings are insulated and cannot conduct electricity, and are believed to have been put on it by ancient people who were tormented by it in order to restrain its powers. According to legend, Regilecki was created by Regigigas using pure electric energy,
0: who would have guessed
1: <laughs> Wait, Leckie, where's the
0: organ coming from
1: honestly i you know reggie uh, gigas is is crafty just throw the organ in there that's fine yeah. maybe maybe an organ and an organist just got caught up in, in the mess of creation who knows reggie lucky absorbs electrons in order to stay alive and is said to have the greatest power of any electric type pokemon being powerful enough to generate all of galler's electricity it is said that if the rings on its body were to be removed, Regieleki will be able to unleash its latent powers. Regieleki is the only Pokemon capable of learning the move Thunder Cage. It is also the only known Pokemon that can have Transistor as an ability. Um I, crazy strong now that I've read it. I read Thunder Cage, by the way, as Thunderdome every time. <laughs> not even close. No, not even close.
0: What does Transistor do? uh st- straight 50 percent increase in electric type damage
1: oh my word Just okay straight. my gosh okay that that would make sense with why it's so strong then uh max cp 40 2803 and at 50 you're looking at 3169 uh 190 stamina 125 defense and 250 attack <sighs> high attack low defense glass cannon uh, best move moveset, Thundershock or Lock-On if it turns out that energy generation is better uh, with Zap Cannon and Thunder. Your other option for a charge move is Hyper Beam. Uh, Ouch. And that's a no. So unless some moves are added or changed or whatever before this comes out on uh, this blessed Easter Sunday. <laughs>
0: Not likely. Not Who knows? Likely. Yeah, so. Uh, so I have two thoughts. One. Okay. All right about the description cuz it always always had to say something seven pink dots on his face that resemble the letter x caught my attention in no way do the dots on Regilecki's face resemble an x no what do they resemble it looks like a dog bone i guess for <laughs> simplicity's sake
1: how did she get to such an abstract shape from seven dots don't look at it. Uh, looks like it looks like. do uh, look at it, it. Looks like a Okay,
0: I'll, I'll look at it. No, it's. I'm, I'm, we're gonna wait here for a second. <laughs> I'm gonna finish my thought. <laughs> I. Was, <laughs> I thought it was very strange to describe it as a letter. Oh, I, I see exactly what you're talking about
1: it now. Does, when you it said looks, dog bone. <laughs> it looks nothing like the letter X. No, it looks like an it looks like an X like that's really long. But the the it's other like a dog boat.
0: <laughs> the other descriptions on Bullapedia for the other Reggies do describe their eyes as letters, except for Registeel, which has like the circular design. And I don't know why they don't describe it. Mm, mm. So I was like, okay, at least they're consistent. Except Reg Ice has a plus as it's is it's uh shape. Mm-hmm. A plus turn on the side is, is is an X, which mm. looks nothing like what Regilecki's face looks like. That's true. This, this, yeah, it looks, <laughs> it
1: looks more, if I had to say, it, I think it looks more like a dog bone. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just Okay, that's my nitpick for the, the writing, because it's, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is where watching the video version of this, by the way, comes in handy, because you best believe, Reggie Lucky's face is real big on screen right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh my my last takeaway is uh it's not good and it's kind of a shame because I do love the Pokemon. Oh. It's made of absolute tissue paper though, and it's just it's it's gotta yeah. with Raikou and Electivire and even MagnaZone and Zekrom. Like <laughs> it's a bad day to be an electric type in Pokemon Go. And it's also made of tissue paper for PvP, so doesn't seem like a good idea.
1: Yeah, this is um, in Pokemon Go, the the best defense is a good offense argument doesn't really work.
0: No, no, it's very select scenarios. Yeah, very select scenarios. That being said, Shadow Lucky, you might get two shots.
1: But you'll do like 500 damage.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You might know, because you're only you only have lock on. You're not even gonna probably uh-huh. get to that zap <laughs> cannon in time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, you're you're probably right. You're probably right. But uh yeah, so that's that's it. That's Reggie Lucky. That's who we're talking about this week for Pokalore. Uh and that means that we're due for Poke
0: Last week's Poke we had which shadow Pokemon do you find yourself using frequently and for what purpose? First response in the form of an email from Paul BD. And they said, Hey y'all for the poke poll about which shadow Pokemon I use the most. I have three technically four contenders. First would be my shadow Hundo Drapion named Dr. Z that I use as a switch in ultra league. Next would be my only shadow shiny. My shadow shiny venomoth named Duster for nice. Gym Defending. Last would be my two Shadow Mewtwo's for raiding named Angel Eyes and Blondie. Hope you enjoyed the long email. <laughs> Hundo vibes. All right. All right. Yep. Yep. Those are great, great candidates.
1: <clears throat>
0: Next one's from Drew, and they said, also the form of an email. Metagross is my favorite Pokemon, and I have spent the last two years building up my Shadow Metagross squad for battle, including my most prized possession, a Hundo Shadow Metagross I caught last month. Oh my gosh! Congratulations! Last month, after catching every Belthom I see, walking various Metagross more than five thousand kilometers. Oh my word! And distance trading for XL candy, I finally had enough XL to build a full team of six. Shadow Metagross to level fifty. They will be extensively used against every Rock, Ice, and Fairy raid. Not to mention a good majority of Rocket and Gym battles. Holy cow! Holy cow! That's (laughs) over five thousand. See now,
1: kilometers. That's a regular Glarian stun fisk if I ever saw.
0: (laughs) Now, see this. This is where we get our community classic announcement next week, and it's gonna be Beldum.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're going to be like complete research tasks for encounters with Shadow Beldum.
0: <laughs> Drew Drew, bled so that everybody else could get their XL candy for their Metagross army that's waiting. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. <laughs> that's awesome, though. It's good. And uh, 100% Shadow Metagross is is quite the trophy. Oh, yeah. Very jealous. Very jealous. Next response is from Noel and they said Shadow Canto Vulpix with weather ball and body slam. Triple flexing, little cup. All right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's that's a real spammy. It's real spammy. What is that? Does that have an ember probably for a fast move? Yeah, I right. can. It's or tackle. Of, it's a lot of charge moves being <laughs> fired stuff. off, Vulpix hopefully. Is,
1: Vulpix is pretty decent.
0: Yeah. Oh little cup though. Oh my god. I
1: love little cup, dude. Get out of here.
0: <laughs> okay. Next box from Ryan. They said Shadow Mewtwo slash Shadow Alolan Marowak purely because they look cool. But yo, I was thinking about which mods they could make Shadow and Eevee would be the coolest in my opinion. Though I highly doubt they would do that. No, they'll do it. At some point, they'll do it.
1: Do you think they'll do a Shadow Pikachu as well?
0: No. So why do you say that? I think first you have to have Granddaddy Pokemon approve everything. And I think that Pikachu is too protected.
1: I think Eevee's on the same tier, though.
0: I I think there's more argument to be had because it's not as much of the face. But we'll have to see how they treat Pikachu in the new anime. Because it's now a buddy oh, Pokemon yeah. to somebody that's not Ash. So I guess kind of see how they treat it as not being the direct face anymore i think Eevee is more likely than pikachu as a shadow pokemon i'm kind
1: of hoping that the two new protagonists just also get pikachus oh my god (laughs) and they each have a
0: different tuft of hair to to distinguish them
1: right well only one needs to have a tuft of hair because one's already got a captain's hat on
0: no that's right Uh, the other
1: one could just be you know
0: whatever oh my gosh (laughs) Our last response is from Nightflash, and they said, I use Shadow Rattata often for purification.
1: (laughs) What what an honest answer. I love it. I love it.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Thousand Stardust just down the drain.
1: Yeah, but that's as cheap as it gets, so good for
0: you. I know.
1: Good for you. Just because it's on sale doesn't mean you have to buy it.
0: (laughs) All right. So for this week's poll, we have how many remote raids would you do on a daily basis before the daily limit was introduced? So I think I've already kind of answered it, but I'll I'll reiterate for the timing of the show. On a daily basis, less than one. On a weekly basis, it goes up. But I almost have never done five raids a day outside of very special circumstances i have done like 20 to 100 raids in one day though (laughs) yep yep exu Exu.
1: i don't know her (laughs) yeah so my answer was also discussed earlier but i suppose if i had to be concise about it my average raids were like you know two to four on a daily basis but on days that there's an event or it's a weekend like i would i would go ham raid hours too sometimes i would stay up really late and try to get into raid hours from other time zones when it was something i really cared about um so on you know a, a wednesday or in early an early wednesday morning <laughs> i would be doing you know 10 20 raids at a time uh so yeah yeah well anyway dear up. listener it does really add up, um, and I think we'll feel this this five-pass limit in some interesting ways. But we'd love to hear from you, dear listeners. So if you have an answer to this week's poll question, which was, one more time, how many remote raids would you do on a daily basis before the daily limit was introduced? We'd love to hear from you. Please answer when we post it on Twitter. You can send us an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Uh, you can send us a voicemail by calling 262-586-7717. You can answer the question if you're using the Spotify app. There's a way to answer it on there. Just navigate to the episode and click around the tabs, You'll see it. Uh, And also, if you'd like to leave a comment on YouTube, you can do so as well. Oh, and lastly, for our patrons, we have an entire channel dedicated to Pokeball questions. We post in there when we publish the episode. So any of those ways are viable. Great ways to uh, submit an answer. Looking forward to it. But uh, speaking of emails, voicemails, and the like, Kyle, would you do me the honors? It's time for emails. Oh, that's right. And zero voicemails. But just this week. Our first email this week is from Drew2. It said, yo, what up, Chris? It's Drew2. Kyle, hiya. Hiya. <laughs> first off, congrats on getting your own show and moving out from under the PVP corner umbrella. <laughs> I think you guys are really going places. This is how we feel legitimately. <laughs> Don't make jokes about it. This is a very real feeling. <laughs> I'm writing this fresh off the news that Niantic is nuking remote rates. Oh, I love how this email is starting already. <clears throat> oh, no. And I really feel like it's time to get real about how and why Niantic makes decisions. For so long, they have made choices about gameplay that seem illogical and against the player base's wishes, all under the reasoning that they want us to get out and exercise or be with the community. There have been multiple examples, whether it was taking away six-hour community days, reducing spin distance, limiting static incense, and now nerfing remote raids. Often, these decisions end up hurting players who don't have a large community or aren't able to access many of the in-person features of the game due to disability, whether transportation restrictions or simply living in a rural area. That was very well written. Well done. Yep. Can we please all stop pretending that Niantic as a company wants us to be outside with community because it's central to their core values and not because they make more money selling our location data compared to selling items in the store? Okay. Looks like we're stepping through the conversation we had before. See, was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even if Niantic <laughs> never admits it, I think it's healthier for us to view and talk about their decisions viewed through this perspective because their choices for how they want us to play the game start to make sense, even if it's not something we actually want. Chris, I know this is the part where you're going to assume the best about Niantic and question my line of thinking. So, Kyle, please back me up here with a good dose of cynicism, unencumbered by a logical optimism. <laughs> I hate to disappoint, but I'm also a little mad about this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Although usually a safe bet. So good on you. At the end of the day, businesses are designed to make money. And despite what they tell us, they are going to make decisions based on profit as the highest priority. I have no problem with Niantic making money, and I'm guessing most people don't as well. I also have no problem with Niantic charging more for remote raid passes or limiting their use, although that's still frustrating. I will just simply choose to not buy them with the coins I've saved up because they aren't worth it anymore. My problem is that it feels like they are gaslighting us when they state things like, we hope to further incentivize playing Pokemon Go in person with your friends, family, and community. When what they really mean is... We they need us to move around so they can sell our location data. It's really disingenuous to keep telling us how they care about us so much, but then it literally never listen to anything we have to say. I think Niantic is too stubborn to even realize this, and I would imagine that most people play Pokemon Go in spite of them, not because of them. Sorry for the long email. Long time long emailer, Drew two. Great sign off. Great sign off. <laughs> yeah. I mean it sound it sounds like we're kind of in agreement here. I mean, I don't I don't think it's nearly as as um one dimensional about the location stuff as as all that. I do think I, I think both can be true. I think they can say to themselves, we're going to take a gamble and be hard-nosed about it, and we're going to go all in on this thing that we think will add longevity to the game because it takes uh, whales down a peg and takes you know maxing out pokemon off the board for some people and some avenues we don't necessarily agree with right but also be like plus it's great because then we get some idea about trends for location right <laughs> i can see both of them being true i don't think it's as simple as one problem though
0: yeah i agree uh in the end we'll never actually get to know unfortunately yeah what Niantic's actual stances are on these kind of things, but there is no doubt in my mind they sell the location data that they gather through the app, (coughs) or they use it for themselves, which we know for a fact that they do for outside of Pokemon Go purposes, and I think that's one of the biggest driving factors, because it's really easy to forget for people who maybe haven't been here as long. Niantic is not a game developer.
1: Yeah. (laughs) They
0: are not a game developer. They are a tech developer that happens to have the best tech at the time that this kind of stuff was happening. And they are who the Pokemon company and Nintendo and Creature Corp went with to develop a Pokemon game. They are still not that game company despite having made Pokemon go for... Six, seven, seven years now. Six years. Yeah, since 2016. Seven Seven years. years. Seven years in July. Seven Mm -hmm. years in July. So when you look at it from that perspective, it makes it a lot easier to see some decisions that are made from the very, very tip top. doesn't make them okay, but you at least kind of can see where that is.
1: Counterpoint. If they're a Mm -hmm. tech company, why is the game
0: break all the time? Because it's not what they're trying to fix. You're
1: right. Because they don't need the game
0: to work (laughs) and they don't need go battling to work except to get more people to play their game. So if it's not getting more people to play their game, it is considered a low value proposition for them. And I think the biggest takeaway, especially from what Drew said, was they say they care but they don't ever actually listen to the player base. The only time that I can think of that Niantic did something that the players asked for was keeping the distance change. There there have been small things. We got the the postcard book letting you save postcards mm-hmm. from friends and stuff. Squirtle with sunglasses came back. Yes, it it did. Yes. But like four years later. <laughs> I'm just saying it's another example. Yeah, but it worked. I can't think of one instance where they did something to make the game better because players have asked for it. They reworked Megas. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's I will fair. give you that. The That's rework fair. for Megas is probably the best thing Niantic has ever done in terms of listening to their player base. Full credit. And it's a good system.
1: It's not even just like, oh, it's still bad, but it's better. No, it's a good system.
0: Yes. So full credit for that. I got one. I got two examples in seven years of the game being out. There we go. There we go. If somebody can think of another one that's worth talking about, feel free. Let us know. We'll uh, be happy to hear about it. I do want to clarify
1: one thing, though. The, The Niantic and especially the community management team and the people that we get to interface with, right, they absolutely do listen. They hear all of these opinions, right? It's yeah. not that they don't listen. It's just those things don't make it to the game. And yeah. whether that is a C-suite decision you know, made within the company or a top John Hankey has a big veto stamp and he does that, it's it's not that they don't hear it. They just don't implement things. So, you know, I don't want people yes. thinking that we're being, well, maybe we are
0: being ignored, but no, we are a hundred. No, this, yes, the CS, right? We yeah. A hundred percent being ignored. Yes. But we are not being not heard. I think there's, does that make sense? I'm trying to avoid using the word heard because that's what we're using for the hashtag. They're we're
1: they're they're not, not listening to us. We're just not being heard. <laughs> they're, they're just not. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, I've, I've forgotten the thought that I was going to say, we were, oh, too, I'm so sorry. My that bad. whole thing. Oh No. Um, <laughs> location no, data it, if, it, if it comes back to me it comes back to me it was, okay. it was about the, them hearing us
1: so. but Drew thank you very much for the email appreciate it
0: next email is from Walter and they said hello Chris and Kyle I would like to mention something I did over the weekend I have had a roughly 300 CP Articuno in my Pokemon storage and I transferred it to home recently I figured it would be better than just transferring it because I guess I would still have it. But now I'm having doubts. I've seen two Articuno from my five or six months and only caught this one. But you say it's super lucky. Should I have kept it? Okay, so. It's going to be a Galarian, right? Ba- yeah, backing up. If it's not a Galarian Articuno, you are okay. Those will definitely come back into raids. Probably sooner than later. We haven't seen them in a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. If it is a Galarian one. It is very, very unlikely to find more, but you you did find one. So this two. (laughs) two? Yeah. So,
1: oh, sorry. Saw
0: two caught one. Right. Yeah. But aside from collector value, the Galarian birds don't bring a large amount of value in Pokemon Go, except in a couple of select cups. Like right when they came out, the Zapdos was actually good. Yeah, (laughs) that was unfortunate. To the rest of the email. Responding to your PokéPole, I use Shadow Mewtwo for raids, and I have a Great League Shadow Machamp I use sometimes. Uh, I am really disappointed by Niantic changing the price for remote raids from 100 to 195 Raiding is one of my favorite things in Pokémon Go, and as a free-to-play player, I'm going to have a hard time playing more. While I'm not going to quit, it will definitely put a dent in my playing. I will still listen to your wonderful podcast every week. I'm oh, laughing thanks. while listening to this week's emails. And we need to band together under the banner of Kelvin and the, of Kelvin the unapologetic. No longer shall we apologize for giving you guys (laughs) cats. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It is true. We have said. We have said this. It's taken a life of its own.
1: I gotta say, like I literally have no idea where the the sorry for the long email thing came from. No idea. Do you you remember the next one? I think.
0: No, I'm sure somebody who did genuinely have a long email wrote it. Oh, and, and then think, one person said yeah. it as a spoof at the end of like a two sentence email. Yeah, and then <laughs> that's that's it's a light. And here and someone, we are.
1: Okay. And here we are. I'm just happy Kit Cats are out of the the Rolodex for now.
0: <laughs> oh man, someone's gonna write in <laughs> now next week. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: but thank you very much for the email. Appreciate it. Sorry to hear about your your doubts around your Galarian Articuno, but maybe you'll see another one. You've already seen two. Possible. Yeah. This next email is from Dope Dude eight fifty eight. Hey, it's me, Dope Dude eight fifty eight again. And I was wanting to thank you for explaining Mega's last episode. I'm on the road to the Grand Canyon and just caught a shiny Drifblim with a CP of seventeen fifty eight. That's a big woo yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Hefty. I was just wanting to say how awesome your podcast is, and to say that you could do a poll that asks what team people are on. Thank you for the compliment. That's a, that's not a bad idea for the poll. I would probably supplement it with, and why did you choose that event? Or why did you choose that team? And have you ever changed teams and why? Yeah, I'm interested in how many people change teams. Exactly. That's it's always an interesting story. It's like, yeah, my all of my siblings bullied me into doing it, or my wife stole my phone and now I'm instinct. Like something yeah. like that. <laughs> always oh. a good time. Yeah. Um, anyway, I won't apologize for the long e- email, but sorry for the long email. Perfect. Uh, P.S., there are a lot of beginners that listen, so you could do something for beginners. I don't know what, but you should do something for them. Bidding you a goodbye, signed DopeDude858. We've gotten an influx of people asking about beginner type tips recently. Um, and Kyle and I have already talked about it. I think the most logical place is probably in Gear Up to kind of review things. Yeah, did absolutely. It was, yeah. it was
0: the inspiration for talking about megas last week mm-hmm. and definitely has been a consideration for stuff and ideas moving forward. Yeah,
1: so that's a great idea. Thank you for the suggestion. Uh, It's so good we're already incorporating it.
0: So thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And appreciate the email. Thank you very much. Our last emails from John, and they said, I emailed the show last weekend. You read my response in the podcast regarding a bug that resulted in my son and I catching Registeel again instead of Regice after completing the most recent Team Rocket after defeating the most recent Team Rocket takeover research. Thank you for their feedback and suggestion to contact Niantic. Unfortunately, their seemingly canned response has been unhelpful and tone-deaf. Oh, no. Unfortunate. It is, yeah. It is an unfortunate fact. Yeah. To verify, we completed the February takeover research and caught Registeel on February 2nd. On March 25th, we completed the March takeover and caught Registeel again after defeating Giovanni, all in the same time zone. The screenshots are in the attachment. <clears throat> they responded by telling me Registeel was available until 325. I then re explained that I caught him on 325. So, based on their response, it should not have been him. Their next response suggested they couldn't help me because I waited too long to reach out to them and to alert them sooner next time I have an issue.
1: That that doesn't make sense to me. What? That doesn't make sense this to me. You
0: said a week? Maybe? Yeah, right? that's pretty on The 25th top of it. was two weeks ago. but yeah. Well, it was uh, 11 days ago. But, okay, that's absurd. Isn't Regi still available for those who haven't completed the research Yes, I'm just asking if they can provide another super rocket radar so we can battle Giovanni again, but they don't seem to want to help. Again, all this is detailed in the attachment. On a positive note, my son is up to six Lugias, a couple three stars, no shinies yet. He's moved on from the reg ice injustice, but I can't let it go in part because of their response. I'm not sure if there's anything left to do, but I wanted to update you all in case you have any other suggestions. Thanks, John. (sighs) That, that bit about waiting too long kind of bugs me. (laughs) It's just not a real, it's just not a real thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that is a very canned response pulled from, the Rolodex of responses when they don't want to help.
1: Yeah. Or don't have another suggestion. I I don't know. It's just that that's just not a thing. It's digital goods. Don't expire. (laughs) What do you, it's not like they, the the rocket radars they had to give out went moldy and they had to move their inventories and like that. No, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. So John, really sorry about that and especially sorry for your kiddo um uh, but very happy to hear about the army of lugias because Lugia's great and a couple of three stars is always a good thing uh but thank you very very much for you know letting us know the conclusion of the story or seemingly the conclusion who knows what will happen from here um and i i hope that they circle back on that ticket i'm sure you can appeal the ticket or something like that i i just don't know what else to say
0: yeah, I mean, it's an unfortunate you could the, the best step is to keep messaging them until you get a different response, because that is also a possibility that can happen. Unfortunately,
1: yeah, that does happen. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep.
1: <sighs> Sorry, John, if we could do anything, we would. But yeah, that's a bummer. Um, but anyway, I'm hoping that some conclusion comes your way that is favorable and not this you waited too long because that, that's just bunk in my opinion <laughs> yep <laughs> okay <laughs> so thank you very much for the email all the same we love a, a conclusion to a story uh and with that being said dear listener if you'd like to send us an email just like these fine folks did you can by sending it to mail at podcast. Dot com. You can also call us and leave us a voicemail to 262-586-7717. Uh, you can also visit our website for all things Go Cast podcast. if you need some help with those credentials again. Uh, that's GoCastPodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Help support us on Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast. You can give pretty much any amount you'd like on a monthly basis and... Uh, Cancel any month, or get a discount for a year and pay a little bit less for twelve months. And this gets you access to like the Discord and all that good stuff. Speaking of patronage and patrons, shout out to our Elite Trainer tier patrons. Thank you so so much to Bo, Daniel, Laurie, Michael, ozzy Ted, Tish, Marvin, and Mimi. Sports Ryan Thayer, Jason, Justin, Charles, Monters, lee William, Brandon, Ethan, Stephen, Nick, Kelvin, our favorite listener Drew too, Camo, and the Ugly Rock. Thank you so, so much for your patronage uh, and for helping us keep the digital lights on. But if monetary support's not in the cards for you, or you've done it and you like to keep showing your support because you're a lovely human, you can leave us a review on anywhere that supports uh, podcast reviews. Google Podcasts, we're coming for you in your sleep. You got to get those reviews going on. It's ridiculous, absolutely unacceptable. Uh, but we're killing it on Spotify because you guys are fantastic. So thank you very much. Thank you, thank you. Last thing to do here, Kyle, is to set some goals on our way out here. This weekend brings us Reggie Aleki raids, and we have that new event with Cutie Flying Rabambi this week as oh, well. Right, eggs and all that good stuff. Ugh, eggs. <laughs> Ugh. So, what are you looking to do?
0: Uh, continue my mega progress slowly but surely. Uh, in case it's not clear, by the way. A lot of these are free evolutions because I don't have large excess of mega energy. The ones that I have, I'm doing daily, but the ones that I don't, they're just uh, waiting a couple of days to get the cheaper cost, which is why it's now continuing for so long. (laughs) Uh, 500K experience will put me at like 13 million out of 18 towards 47, I think. Yeah, 47. Uh, Continue my buddy progress, working on best buddying my chandelure and i have to make sure i get a ribombi, so i don't forget you do gotta get that rebombi
1: nice that's a good suite of of goals like those for me i'd like to get to that 200 million experience so it should be easier it's like 1.5 1.6 million away should be easier than last week and i definitely missed the mark big time so (laughs) hey Uh, 50 eggs because there's no reason for me not to. It's, it's an egg event. This is made for me. One shiny. Could be anything. New, old, I don't care. One Reggie Lucky, At least one. Please. Please. And a buddy and mega progress. I'm putting them together because I normally do them both together uh, when I remember to do it. So might as well be a shared goal. Um, but that's it. Thanks so much for listening all the way through. Don't forget to listen to PvP Corner. They're great. And we'll see you next episode for episode 232. Good luck this weekend. Happy Easter to those who celebrate, and uh, good luck in this brave new world of remote raid passes. Oh boy. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.